sick societies don't make people like us so proud to be Americans and so very proud of our fellow citizens. Now, let's talk about getting spending and inflation under control and cutting your tax rates. Mr. Speaker and Senator Baker, I want to thank you for your cooperation in helping to arrange this joint session of the Congress. I won't be speaking to you very long tonight, but I asked for this meeting because the urgency of our joint mission has not changed. Thanks to some very fine people, my, my health is much improved. I'd like to be able to say that with regard to the health of the economy. It's been half a year since the election that charged all of us in this government with the task of restoring our economy. And where have we come in these six months? Inflation, as measured by the Consumer Price Index, has continued at a double-digit rate. Mortgage interest rates have averaged almost 15% for these six months, preventing families across America from buying homes. There are still almost 8 million unemployed. The average worker's hourly earnings, after adjusting for inflation, are lower today than they were six months ago, and there have been over 6,000 business failures. Six months is long enough. The American people now want us to act, and not in half measures. They demand, and they've earned, a full and comprehensive effort to clean up our economic mess. Because of the extent of our economy's sickness, we know that the cure will not come quickly, and that even with our package, progress will come in inches and feet, not in miles. But to fail to act, will delay even longer and more painfully the cure which must come. And that cure begins with the federal budget. And the budgetary actions taken by the Congress over the next few days will determine how we respond to the message of last November 4th. That message was very simple. Our government is too big and it spends too much. few months, you and I have enjoyed a relationship based on extraordinary cooperation. Because of this cooperation, we've come a long distance in less than three months. I want to thank the leadership of the Congress for helping in setting a fair timetable for consideration of our recommendations. And committee chairmen on both sides of the aisle have called prompt and thorough hearings. We have also communicated in a spirit of candor, openness, and mutual respect. Tonight, as our decision day nears, and as the House of Representatives weighs its alternatives, I wish to address you in that same spirit. The Senate Budget Committee, under the leadership of Pete Domenici, has just today voted out a budget resolution supported by Democrats and Republicans alike that is, in all major respects, consistent with the program that we have proposed. We look forward to favorable action on the Senate floor. 
but an equally crucial test involves the House of Representatives. The House will soon be choosing between two different versions or measures to deal with the economy. One is the measure offered by the House Budget Committee. The other is a bipartisan measure, a substitute introduced by Congressman Phil Graham of Texas and Del Latta of Ohio. On behalf of the administration, let me say that we embrace and fully support that bipartisan substitute.